Hey, podcast listeners, hope you're doing well, and I hope you are winning contracts. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a minute to share something with you that's working for our clients. Our federal access knowledge base is helping companies win contracts every single day. I regularly get emails from members thanking us and saying things like, hey, I just won a $2 million contract. Many of you have seen a video that Chris Danback shot for us at GovCon. Chris won two contracts totaling $30 million. One of our members, Eyal, emailed me this morning and said, the turning point that opened my eyes was using federal access to establish a professional and systematic business development and RFP process. I've now won two contracts worth $480,000. Federal access is helping a lot of companies win. It can help you too. So here's the deal. I have a special offer for you. Visit federal-access.com forward slash game changers today and get started for just $29. You're going to get access to a digital copy of the government sales manual, over 70 strategy videos, more than 30 webinars, 300 documents and templates, and one of my favorite pieces is SME support. So when you run into any issue, any challenge at all, you can email me directly for help. So go check out the special offer today at federal-access.com forward slash game changers. The link is in the description below the podcast. So go check that out today, federal-access.com forward slash game changers. So you can get started for just $29 today. Now let's hop into this episode. The big question is this, if government contracting is supposed to be so easy, why do so many companies fail to win even a single contract while others dominate the market? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answers. In today's episode, you go one-on-one with best-selling author and master business coach Michael Lejeune to learn exactly how to take your government contracting business to the next level. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I see happen to literally every business that I've ever worked with. And what normally happens is you're going through and you're growing your business and then you start kind of making some shifts and doing different things and you you start implementing new ideas into your business. And by the way, this goes really good. This podcast goes really good with the podcast I did previous to this one, episode 122, where I did talk about implementing new ideas. And before I go any further, I'll say this. It is good to implement new ideas. It's really, really good to do that. You know, innovation in your business is usually what keeps you in front of other companies. It keeps you on your toes. It keeps you moving forward. There's so much good about implementing new ideas. However, so (laughs) this is the big however. However, we don't want to just throw away the old stuff we were doing. And so this is a trend that I see happening a lot in business. it's, It's happened ever since I've been a coach. I'll see this where I'll be coaching a company. And one of the first things I'll do is say, So tell me what worked in the beginning. So when you first started your company, what worked? And they'll say, well, this worked and that worked and this worked and this was really good and that was really good. And, you know, we did this and that and they have all these ideas. And so I'll go through the list and I'll say, so out of those things, which ones are you still doing today? Like, "Eh, yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, we're probably not. Yeah, we're not doing that. Or we don't do as much of that as we probably should. And the question that I usually ask is really, really simple. Why'd you stop? And the answer is often usually, well, you know, we got bored or we didn't have time anymore. We started implementing new things. And here's the deal. 
you get bored of the stuff you do way faster than your clients, your prospects do. You get bored way faster than anybody else does. And so you get bored of it and you're like, oh, maybe maybe we need a, a new message. We need a new marketing piece. We need a new this or that or something. And the old one was working, you know, and it doesn't mean that new is not good. It just means the the companies that are really, really good keep both. So you can have a new message, a new marketing piece, and not get rid of the old stuff. You can keep using the old stuff as well. Just mix it in and mix in that new stuff till the new stuff gets traction. Because a lot of times when you mix in new stuff, it takes the market a little while to recognize that and start taking action on that. And again, what I'm talking about today is universal. It works regardless of your business model. So if your business model is 100% government, it works. If it's 100% commercial, it works. It doesn't really matter. You just can't throw away the old stuff. And so the the other thing that I see with people is they they swap and they get rid of stuff that used to work for new stuff and then that doesn't work so they try new stuff and they stop that and they keep stopping short. So they're just not doing enough of it. So, you know, let's say that you are trying to make phone calls to meet contracting officers or whatever it may be. And you call me and you say, "Mike, it's just not working." This just doesn't work. This strategy doesn't work. I know you. I know it's a numbers game. The strategy doesn't work. My first question is going to be, well, talk. tell me what you're doing when you're on the phone, how you're going through it. And I'll listen and I'll probably have some tweaks to it. Say, okay, well, we, we probably need to modify the pitch that you're making and all that. My second question is probably the more important one. So how many phone calls do you typically make to that person? Well, one or two. Oh, okay. You've made one or two phone calls. Well, that's clearly why it's not working. It's not that the strategy doesn't work. It's you haven't done enough of it. You've got to do more of it. So sometimes it's going to take 20 phone calls to make that work, to get through to that person. That person is the one you need to convince and... It doesn't matter if you've made one phone call. Did you even leave that phone call with some sort of direction or some sort of action item? Or was it mainly a, hey, my name is Mike. I work at this company. We sell this widget. And, you know, next time you're buying it, we'd sure love for you to buy it from us. Because that's the that's basically the simplified pitch of most people. And the person on the other end says, well, sure, send me your capability statement. And you know what? Next time we're buying this stuff, I'll, I'll do my best to think of you. And then what happens is you're doing your research online and you see that person bought it because you can see all the stuff that's going through in, in the records there. You see that data and you go, well, Bob lied to me. He didn't buy from me. He told me last time I was on the phone, he was going to buy from me. Well, look, you don't even know when that acquisition started. Could have started months before, you know, you made that phone call or weeks. It doesn't really matter. The point is, it's not that person's job. It's not that contracting officer's job to remember you. It's your job to make sure they remember you. You know, you've got to keep putting yourself in front of them. So it may take five calls. It may take 20 calls, but it's probably going to take more than one. And that's my point here. You know, one is to keep doing things that work and two, it's to do more of them. So let me give you an example. So several years ago, so this was back in 2007, I'm recording this in 2020. So back in 2007, I was transitioning my business from one location to the other. 
and I don't know if you've ever done this, but back in those days, we saw a lot of clients face to face. And so when you transition locations, like I was moving across a river and I think it was actually two rivers and it was a, it was weird the way that that city worked. I was still willing to go see the clients, but for whatever reason, a lot of them were like, oh, you're moving across the river. They didn't say the words, you're dead to me now, but they're like, so I guess we're going to stop working together. I'm like, no, 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 I'll still keep coming over. But it just one by one, they all started to fall off. And, uh, you know, it's, again, just a weird phenomenon back in those days of, of how that worked. You know, people just didn't want to do Skype or the phone or any of that other kind of stuff. And so one of the things that I went back to is I said, look, you know, networking is working really good for me. It's growing my business very, very steadily. But I clearly I need to ramp up because we've had this drop off because of the move. And so what I did was instead of doing one to three events a week, I said, what if I did two to three events a day? I'm just going to do two or three events a day and I'm going to do this for the next month month and I'm going to see what happens. And so my record during that time was 17 events in a single day. And it was just, I was going to all kinds of events. If there was an event where a group of business people were going to be together, I was there. Okay. And the the results were record sales. My numbers went off the charts because I took something that was working a little bit and I started to do it a lot. And I just kept doing more of the same, more of the same. Like, oh, this works, I'm gonna do more of it. And I just kept doing that. Now, what happens when you're doing more of the same? You get better at it. That's one of the great benefits about it. Not only does it keep working and you start to increase your numbers, you get better at it and so you start tweaking it. One of the biggest things when you're networking is just getting comfortable talking to people. You're in a room of people, not a lot of people know you, and you start getting better. For me, I was often in rooms of people where I knew no one like literally no one. But after a month of doing that, guess what happens as well? You start kind of crossing over and you're like, oh yeah, I just met you at this event. I just met you at that event. Wow, man, you're everywhere. You really do. You know, you're really a mover and shaker. You know, so it it just, I got better on a lot of levels. I got more recognized and, you know, it just, it moved the needle for me really, really fast. So here's the question for me this week in this podcast. What is working in your business right now? or maybe what's always worked. What's working in your business? Is it making phone calls? Is it sending emails? Is it making connections on LinkedIn? Is it reviewing opportunities? Whatever is working, I want you to do more of it. And I want you to try this. Just give me a month. Give me one month of just doing more of this. So if you're making two to three phone calls a week, can you give me two to three a day just for a month? If you're sending emails to prospects and you're doing two or three a week, can you give me two or three a day? If you're doing connections on LinkedIn and you're doing, say, 10 or 15 connections a day, can you give me 20 connections a day? If you're reviewing opportunities and you typically review three to five opportunities a week, so just three to five, I want to see, can you give me 10, 15 opportunities that that you review in a single week? Whatever it is that you're doing, I want more of it. I want more of the same thing that's working for you. And while you're going through that strategy, whether it's making phone calls, sending emails, making LinkedIn uh, connections, reviewing opportunities, whatever it is, there's and there's, there's dozens of other things you could be doing that's working to bring revenue into your business. Maybe it's just talking to your teaming partners. Maybe it's talking to your current clients. Maybe it's talking to previous clients, all those kind of things. Whatever that thing is that's working and while you're doing more of it, I want you to start to examine it and say, where can I tweak this? What's a simple change that I can make that'll make it more effective? Maybe one of those things is while you're actually talking to people to actually 
put some sort of call to action with that. You know, of, hey, instead of just saying, hey, this is Mike, I provide this sort of widget. Would you think of me next time? Maybe the simple tweak on the end is what do you have coming out in the next couple of weeks, month or so, six months? What do you have coming out that I should be aware of? Maybe it's just asking a simple question like that that you've been afraid to ask or that you've been forgetting to ask because you've been too focused on just the mechanics of I need to make a phone call and the the act of making the phone call is what's going to bring in revenue. Now I want you to not only ramp up the volume of what you're doing, I want you to look for little bitty tweaks in the things that are working that'll just make it more effective. And just give me a month of that. Give me a month of that and let's see where you are. And please, I'd love to hear your feedback on that. So as you're going through this, whether it's week one, two, three, four, whatever it is, and you're getting results with that, email us, reach out to me, tell me your story, tell me what's working as you're doing that. Not only that, tell me what's not working. Hey, I'm trying this and it's not working and here's why. And and I'm going to close up with this. I know while I'm saying this, some of you are going to say, well, Mike, I barely have time to make three calls a week. How am I going to make 10? or three a day, or whatever the number might be. You know, I barely have time to review three opportunities. How am I going to do 10 or 15? Look, you have to set your priorities, and you have to focus on the right things, but baby steps are just as important as anything else. So if you're making, let's say you're reviewing three opportunities a week, and you don't have time for 10, can you give me four? Can you give me five? Maybe you can't double it, but you can add one or two. The same thing with phone calls. Maybe you don't have time to make three phone calls a day. Can you give me one? Can you just do that and increase your numbers by making those baby steps? Because that's going to eliminate the excuse of time. Because I guarantee you, if you watch your time right, you can actually make this work. And again, it's for a month. Uh, Currently, when I'm recording this, we're going into the holiday season here. I know you're going to have more time on your hands to get this done. It's one of the strategic reasons why I planted this episode this week in the year. Uh, But if you're listening to this and it's a different week in the year, still do it. Still jump on this and focus on just making baby steps, do more of the same that works, the same things that work. Let's just do more of them. This is not complicated. It's not a complicated strategy. We look at what works and we do more of it. That's it. We do more of it. And more means just one more. Just one more is more. It doesn't have to be double. You could be an overachiever and do double. You can do triple, that sort of thing. But just give me one more. One more phone call. One more email. One more LinkedIn request. One more opportunity. One more conversation with a teaming partner. One more conversation with a a past client. One more conversation with a current client. Just a little bit will give you the confidence to next week, do one more on top of that. And the next week, one more on top of that. So by the end of this, maybe you are making three to five phone calls a day because you see the results. You see what's working. You're happy with it. You're doing more of it. And guess what? You're making more money at the end of the day. So give that a try. Let me know how it's working. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Game Changers for Government Contractors. For a full list of episodes and other resources, be sure and check us out on the web at www.rsmfederal.com slash gamechangers.